You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And in today's episode, I'm sitting down with Lenwood Ross, and we're going to be discussing how to build an audience on social media. Now, what Lenwood says is that social selling isn't much more than virtual networking and relationship building. Everyone networks and builds relationships, and many of us actually just get hung up on the social part. And when you network virtually, your social presence does much of the work for you. And that's one reason why it's such a powerful digital skill. So listen into this episode and get ready to learn more about how to actually find your people on social how to use social as a tool to actually move you and inspire you, and how social selling really is just networking. Okay, awesome. Well, Lenwood, thank you so much for being here today on Social Selling Simplified. So we were just getting into the nitty gritty, and it was so good. I had to say, <laughs> okay, let's let's stop and let's hit record because I think okay. this your story and what you were just explaining to me about the world just absolutely shifting and changing, and this caused you to completely change your path. Like I just think we need to start there. So okay, can you sure. just give us a little bit of detail? Detail here on your story and how you came to be into what you're doing now. Okay, sure. So I am a uh, digital transformation and, and social selling expert. I, I'm I'm putting up quotes, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I think do, some do consider me to be a thought leader in that area. And um, I came to be doing that really through my own personal transformation. Uh, some years ago. Uh, maybe 12 years ago, I kind of decided that I wanted to uh, leave the practice of law. I was a corporate lawyer. I worked in large law firms in New York City. And then I was working um, at a big company, $2 billion company, providing advice to their board and C-level executives and really executives all across the organization. And I just decided this is not something that I want to do for the next 25 years. And so I went through this period of personal discovery of trying entrepreneurship. And during that journey, I realized that our economy was going through a tremendous change. I mean, just unbelievable change. And that people were really going to struggle to make the change to a digital world. And, and it's in that process of realizing that you know I need to grow um, in terms of my personal skills, like leadership development, soft skills, and because I was really bad at that in corporate America. <laughs> um, I also uh, realized that I needed to learn more about technology, that you know the world that we're going to be living in for the foreseeable future is going to be highly 
driven by technology and the things that people need to do are very, very different than they used to work. I mean, we see that already, right? The pandemic kind of forced that. So anyway, it was through this process that I, you know, discovered that I was really concerned about people and how they would be able to make this change. Uh, I got focused on two educational tools that people need, right? To be able to become more creative, more innovative, learn faster. And those are the things that I focus on in my business. And a lot of what I do is partnering with other thought leaders to bring their insights uh, to other people through our platform. So that's kind of a long way to say, hey, we all need to grow big time. (laughs) We've all got to change. Because if we don't change, we'll just get left behind. That's Mm -hmm. kind of the bottom line. I always love hearing entrepreneurial stories that came out of a place of not only did I need this, but just how you said so many other people are going to be left behind. Like It just gives me chills when I hear that from people that are just like, you're looking out for the greater good of how to help people along with this huge change and this huge curve in learning that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, I really struggled initially mm-hmm. with this change because, you know, I'm not going to toot my own home, but, you know, I, I'm like highly educated, right? I yeah. went to college and I went to law school, two Ivy League schools, and I found myself at a loss for how I would be able to make a living in the future economy because I had no technical skill. <laughs> like, I, don't, I didn't know anything <laughs> about technology. Like going forward, you can't kind of not know anything Mm. about technology. It doesn't mean you have to be a technological guru or go take some course on programming. That's not what it's about. Mm -hmm. You do, though, need to understand how technology is impacting your world and how you can use it to your advantage. So anyway, I just saw how I was struggling with it and realized that a lot of other people were going to struggle with it, particularly in organizations at every level. And I, you know, one of the dynamics in digital transformation is that, you know, there are certain organizations that have a DNA, uh, a way of operating that is well suited to succeeding in a digital environment. Okay. You know those names. They're, you know, companies like Amazon, company Apple. Those are kind of the, you know, Microsoft. These are big name companies. Everyone knows them. Google. Those companies, because of how they operate and how the people operate, they are actually accelerating. They're moving into new markets, taking new territory. And the companies that have not started to make those moves, those at every level. These are big companies and small companies. Those companies, they're not just being left behind, but the the companies that are out in front are moving away faster. That's the like big difference with this whole technology thing is they're able to grab hold of new technologies and incorporate them into their business to create new value in a way that the average company is just not equipped for. So what I embarked on was how do I build a system to help other companies accelerate their digital transformation through their people faster? That's what I decided to do. And I was reading a little bit about how you work to 
help people understand how the digital world is really just a networking world. And we put this barrier there that it might not be the same. So can you explain and expand a little bit upon that? Like, how do you explain the digital world? And, you know, why do people make it so complicated? Yeah, I think people make it complicated just because of a generalized fear of technology. Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? A lack of understanding about technology, how it works and, and just a, just a generalized fear about it. But in terms of the real, not, I won't call it the real world, but you know, the world that we're walking around in, you know, there are certain things that people who even just average people or even highly successful people that they do to be successful. And one of the key things that they do is they network and build relationships with other people. And because they're having conversations with those people, opportunities arise. You're just able to figure out, hey, you know, if I connect you with this person, then you can maybe do that. Or, you know, how many people have gotten a job because somebody knew they were looking for a job, knew of another person who needed someone with that skill and said, hey, how about you call Joe because Joe needs somebody like you. So it's all about this networking and relationship building. And even in, let's say, not in the digital world, there are people who struggle with those things and there are people who excel at them. Okay, so now let's just take that over into the digital world. Many people have heard of things like BNI groups, right? A networking group where you get together on a Friday and everyone exchanges business cards. This is what I do. Tell other people about me, right? Okay, so social media is the same thing, except you don't go to the group every day. It's like you wake up and the group is still going because it's going 365 (laughs) days a year. Mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, right? Seven days a week. It's just always going. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And so you have to create a social presence that accurately reflects who you are, that authentically reflects who you are. Now, a lot of people have LinkedIn profiles and that's, I focus a lot on LinkedIn and, and Instagram, but it's true of, of, I mean, LinkedIn and Twitter, but it's true of the other channels. You don't want that profile to be a resume, okay? Because like the days of LinkedIn as like resume repository and thing you use to get a job, those days are behind us. It's now something much more robust than that. Your social presence, you want that social presence, your digital representation of who you are to reflect you authentically so that you use it to meet people, right? So now we're meeting in this virtual world, this virtual space. And you want people to, most likely, you're much more interesting than your resume. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? So we want that social presence to be fuller than a resume, Mm -hmm. to really Mm -hmm. kind of show some character. And we use that to engage, to meet new people and engage in conversations. And when you do that, you will find that it is so fun. It is so interesting. And every day presents something new. Okay. I love all of that. So (laughs) the question that I know 
that I'm going to grind on from this, and you know, my listeners will as well, is that you make that sound very easy to, you know, you're not your resume. It's got to be more fun. So I picture this new entrepreneur sitting down to create some content and they're like, okay, today I'm not going to be, you know, my credentials and, you know, necessarily exactly what I do. How do I show up and be my personality and myself online without it being a chore all the time? Like, I know that obviously you spend a lot of time in the LinkedIn space. I know that you create a lot of content. You're a thought leader. What does that, I think it probably expands into that concept of thought leadership, but how do you do it so that it does not become a chore and something you start to dread every day? Okay. That's a great question. Um, And the answer that I will give may surprise you. (laughs) Okay. Here is the truth. It's going to be a chore at first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's going to be a chore at first because Mm -hmm. you're not used to doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, it's a behavior change. It's just like if, when you start, if you start going to the gym, right. When you first start going to the gym, it's like mind over matter. Like I've got to get up. I've got to go to the gym. I've got to do this every day because if you don't do it, Every day you'll stop, you'll fall off and you know the you know the results. So what I'm saying is that you have to show up to social media every day because you're building a new habit. It's a new habit that is going to be critically important to your success. So it's not like something you're dabbling in. Like this is a really important skill that you're going to need. It will be very useful to you until you're in the ground. Okay, because social media is not going away. This is it's only growing and getting more robust. So, you know, that my response is it is going to be a chore at first. And but as you do it, as you get more comfortable initiating conversations, as you get more comfortable, you know, sharing content, it's just like working out. Right. First, you got to start. You don't start with running a marathon. It's like let me just run around the block. If I can get around the block, <laughs> right, then I'm doing something. And then next week, maybe I'll, I'll do two laps around the block. That's my uh, bit of advice. It, take, it does take time. It does take practice, but you will get better. Just got to mm-hmm. keep at it. Totally agree with that. I think in the beginning, it really feels like a workout to get consistent, but then it's like with working out, you, the endorphins start to actually kick in or the dopamine kicks in before you start working out as you actually start to mm-hmm. uh, practice this habit. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the same with creating content and showing up online. It just becomes easier and easier. Uh, your body starts to move to it instead of like, no, 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 that's too many extra calories to burn. Oh, yeah. I just have one thing. Now, mm-hmm. the important thing that we do that is different from a lot of other companies that do this is that we have a process. We have that is really important. Have a process that you're following because you're going to be relying on that process in the beginning. Okay, I just need to do this. I need to do this. And what will happen is as you're doing that, then the rhythm will begin. You'll get a sense of how it works. 
And that's when it will start to get fun. That's where, when the fear of introducing yourself or connecting with someone that you don't know will fall off and you'll just be out there meeting new people and um, building your network and creating content and sharing your passion. And it, it will definitely work. And the more you do that, the more you share your passion, not try to sell your thing or that, you know, not trying to pump yourself up, but just share your passion, the more successful you, you'll have because people respond to that. People want to be inspired. They want to connect with people who believe in something right? And they're passionate about it. People love that. Hey, network marketers, did you join your company and start reaching out to all your friends and family only to get ghosted over and over? If you've ever had to chase people down on the internet, you know, it's super hard work and it can feel really awkward and not just awkward for you, but most of the time, the person on the receiving end gets put in a really uncomfortable position too. I hate to break it to you, but unless you're a superstar salesperson, Right off the bat, you're going to struggle forever if you keep doing it that way. There is a reason they say you can't be a prophet in your own town. And it's why 99% of network marketers actually quit. But those 1% made it because they've caught on to a different system that's been proven to work. No one really talks about it, which is why I decided I had to lay it all out for you in a brand new, easy to read book called Celebrity Magnetism. Go to ashleyshaw.ca slash celebrity to learn more and see what I'm talking about. You don't have to hunt people down to get your bills paid for the rest of your life. Check out my short book called Celebrity Magnetism and break down an entirely different approach that will simplify everything. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash celebrity. I'm so excited for you to start implementing it and see your business transform. In this process. I think Mm -hmm. what's interesting is, you know, comparing this to networking. So as you're creating content and you're putting on this networking hat, what would you say are the most important two to three skills of a networker? Because I think there's a difference between when people get on social media and they're like, yay me versus yay us. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. No, no doubt about it. Okay. That's a great question. I would say that I don't know if it's necessarily a, it is a skill, um, but it's, it's a hard skill to define how to accomplish. I can phrase it in a bit of a different way here. Yeah. yeah, Cause I, I have a, a suspicion of, I know how you might answer this, but so when you go to post something on social media, whether it be Twitter, LinkedIn, what is the your intention when you're creating that content? Like, are you, you know, as a networker, you go to a networking event to be like, I'm going to meet as many people in the line of, you know, we're sort of in the same, we share the same circle, like, you know, so that I can get referrals, like, and I can make these connections. So you sort yes. of have this intention going into that network um, networking experience. So what is that? parallel if we think about posting in, uh, you know, in a social media environment for you? Okay. That's, that's easier for me. Okay. So (laughs) the way, the way that I approach it is to be informative, right? Mm -hmm. Educational. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number one. And number two, to share my thinking on that subject. 
right? Mm-hmm. Without mm-hmm. Uh, reservation. Uh, because mm-hmm. what people mm-hmm. care about is oftentimes more than what you share, right? I share a lot of articles. What they care about is what I think about those articles. What do I think about what those authors are saying? How does that relate to what's important to the people who um, are following me, right? The more authentically you can do that, the better. I would say that in your content marketing, don't just think about what you're sharing, but think about what others are sharing, other people are sharing that you want to get close to people that you want to be connected to. Maybe there are people that are passionate about, a, they're passionate about a topic that's very close to what you're passionate about, but it's not the same. You know, a great example of that is, you know, I'm very passionate about people, helping people. And I talk about digital transformation from the perspective of people being the center of digital transformation, which is different because most people are talking about technology when they're talking about digital transformation. And I'm saying, hey, it's the people (laughs) that are important. It's the people who create, the people who innovate. It's the people who are going to get it done. So in the real estate industry, so my focus is then when I say I talk about people, I'm very concerned about the employee experience or the people experience. That's really important to me. There is another industry, the real estate industry, where they're also very concerned about the employee experience, but it's from a different perspective. So that's a community that I go into and I engage with the thought leaders in that community around the topic of people and thought leadership, uh, not thought leadership, but you know the employee experience and how important that is for creativity and innovation. And you know what does that mean as it relates to office space and remote working? That is an area that is not where I focus, but is certainly related to what I do. And then what happens is when I go into that community and I engage with them, those folks get very excited and then they come back to what I'm talking about and they engage with that and they, you know, and so that's how you, that's how you build your audience. Okay. So I want to recap this because this was so good. I took a ton of notes here. So, okay. So I love this without reservation, you want to share your thoughts and specifically, it's not just sharing articles and, you know, pieces of research and things like this. It's like actually giving your perspective on these things, which is going to build into this thought leadership, which helps you stand out. It makes you different. It carves out your little space on the internet. So there's that, that piece of that and being as authentic as you can, as you do this. That is one piece. Then the other piece is thinking about what others are sharing that are close to your topic. So it's almost like thinking of a couple of degrees of separation in a way to think about these other kind of microclimates that cross over with yours, going to those communities, sharing the thought leadership there as well, being a part of the conversation, because ultimately people will come back and find you if they find you inspiring. They like what you have to say, these sort of ideas. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and all you have to do is think about like every industry is really an ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. So people who are in health and fitness, for example, those folks, you've got people who are doing resistance training. There are people who do nutrition 
And those are sub communities, right? Within the broader category of, of health and fitness. So if you're someone that is very much, you're building a, a community around Pilates, okay? Build your Pilates community, but go into that nutrition community. Go into other communities that are in the broader health and fitness community and speak your Pilates um, passion because you will pull people in who maybe didn't hear Pilates or maybe they're doing something else and they realize that, hey, maybe Pilates is for me, right? So that's how you do it. I love that. And so where do you find these groups and these conversations going on? So my husband has always said that you got to just look in the forums. And I'm like, that that's just not me. I, I'm not going to go be searching through forums. And maybe you're going to tell me, no, actually, you should be searching through forums. What is the easiest way to do this when you're looking to find a, a group that you can help? The easiest way to do that is through hashtags. Oh, I love it. A different answer. Okay. So how do you find the right hashtags? Like what would be your process for doing this? Okay. So what I would do, um, again, I spend the vast majority of my time on LinkedIn, but it's all, but you can Mm -hmm. do it on, you know, I do it on Instagram sometimes, you know, when I see like an interesting group of people, I just go to the bottom of the bottom of a post and I look at all those hashtags, just click on the hashtag. And that's going to take you to the place where there are other people using that same hashtag. And then you just scroll through who's interesting to me. There's a process, but the way you make it fun, actually not by thinking about yourself, but thinking about other people, you know, just go to that hashtag and start looking through the posts that other people, you see somebody who's interesting, like it, give a comment go on. Maybe you start following them and then you build a relationship from there, right? So that's how you're going to find people who are in the communities that you want to be in that you might otherwise not find. And I think this is like a really big light bulb moment because this is where the authenticity for people slips is that especially I find in network marketing, you know, it's like, I'm just going to spray and pray to anybody I see, and I'm going to copy and paste this exact same message. It's like forgetting the part that in relationships, like usually you either have a connection or a likability to somebody or you don't. So when you miss that step, that's where it can really come across as inauthentic. Cause you're like, I know you just copied and paste this like, Hey girl, Hey, like, you know, want to get in on whatever that I'm selling right now. So I think that that's a big aha moment. With the authenticity piece. It is actually remarkably easy to tell when someone is posting content that is inauthentic. There's something about it. I don't know if, you know, because it's a little bit, it's kind of the same in when you meet someone in person, right? Like you can tell you there's something about it that, that just makes you uncomfortable. You realize this is, I'm not getting this, the real deal from this person. They're using this for something else. There's an angle here that your something inside of you catches wind of, right? And you can tell that on social media as well. You can really see it. And it's remarkable how easy it is. All right. Well, 
Is there any other, we've gone around to so many different interesting topics and there's been so many great pieces of advice. Do you have any final thoughts for those that may be looking for some inspiration on going through this journey of creating a network, knowing that that is how they're going to find their audience? The biggest piece of advice I can give is to do some inner work. Okay, do some work on yourself. That's not the content marketing stuff, not about building your business, but do work on who you are and getting in touch with that and getting in touch with your passion. Like, do some real work because as you unpack that, it's going to start to flow through in the things that you're doing online. Opened a can of worms of another whole bunch of questions <laughs> that I got for you now. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep it short to just a few. Cause I love that answer. I find that like, I am not creative unless I am consistently working on myself and developing myself. Then I have this passion of like, how do I teach this to everyone? Because it's yes. like such a light bulb moment for me. What it, does your daily routine look like when it comes to developing yourself and making sure that you have that time? Okay. So number one, I am a spiritual person. So, you know, I start my day with some sort of a devotional, something that um, is going to get me connected to my faith and get me going. Right. So that's where I'm centered and, you know, what is driving me. And then I, go through the process of um, usually I start my day with some sort of social media post and I do two things. I prepare my pro my post um, and send it out. And then right after that, I go and I look at what other people are doing and I make comments and I start to engage. And I don't do that for hours and hours, but I do that because I want to get my day started with some conversation and some interesting topics, things that, you know, I might just like a post here or there. But if I see something that really moves me, I make a comment. I make a comment. A lot of people are afraid to make comments, man. Making comments can goes a long way. Mm -hmm. It really does go a long way. And then I go about my day. I try to read something, you know, because I'm always, um, I'm building a business and, you know, there's lots that I need to learn. Uh, lots that I need to do. I'm surrounded by people who know much more than me. And uh, so I'm always learning. That is, oh my goodness, it's so critical. You must always be learning, always be learning. Of course, I make time for my kids, my family. I get a good night's sleep. I eat right. I exercise. It's a marathon. Having a daily routine that doesn't have you up into the wee hours or doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, it's really important. I like that how you reframed for me social media in the sense of look for the stuff that moves you. And what a different approach, because I think a lot of people normally go on social media one before they create their own post. And then it's this game of you feel so defeated because you're comparing yourself to everyone else instead of reframing it and looking for things that are inspiring to you and moving you in the direction you want to go. So, yeah. so insightful. I love it. Lenwood, thank you so much. That was my like pleasure. All Absolutely of it was so great. never compare yourself to anyone else. <laughs>
absolutely never do it. <laughs> so, so Lenwood, where can people find you and connect with you and learn more about you? Um, hey, I'd love for you to connect with me on Twitter. I'm uh, mm-hmm. Lenwood underscore Ross on Twitter, on LinkedIn. I am Lenwood M. Ross. Um, please connect with me there. Uh, I'm in the process of rebranding our company website, um, but you can also find us at Accelery. We're accelerating digital transformation through people. So please reach out and connect. I love it. We'll, we'll add that to the show notes as well. So there's an easy link for everyone to be able to find you. So Lenwood, thank you so much for your time today. It was a pleasure to chat with you. And I really, really appreciate all the insights that you brought to the audience today. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.